0: TXU Energy Free Pass is back and better than ever. Your seven highest usage days are free every month automatically. And now you get two extra free days every month all summer long. That's two days of guilt-free, ice-cold, 60-degree, AC-blasting, grab-a-blanket-I-haven't-left-my-house-for-days Free Pass. On top of your other seven days of free electricity, Free Pass, only from TXU Energy. Tap the banner now to learn more.
1: God. Smart listeners, do you want to advertise your business to young go-getters like yourself? Would you like to create business leads over and over without the stress of manual advertising? It's easy. Call 858-848-6186. Advertise your business on the airwaves with the LUTG Radio Show. 858-848-6186. There's brand new listeners daily, and this ad is sponsored by LUTGradio.com. That number again is 858-848-6186. And by the way, you're listening, aren't you? amen 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 glory to god hallelujah jesus loves you beloved and so do i this is lutg radio the lutg radio show with kathy brox and i am kathy brox glory to god hallelujah beloved above all things i say beloved i pray that in every way you may succeed and prosper and be in good health physically, just as I know your soul prospers spiritually, that's something that uh somebody sent to me, and it's uh the amplified version of third John and two and it says, "My life is on a trajectory of success as I walk with the Lord, my soul prospers through his word." And my physical body is healthy, strong, and disease-free. Well, amen. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. I thank God for all the pastors, the five-fold ministry, and you folks, uh, support staff that are helping them to get the word out. I appreciate you so much. Amen. Every time y'all send me some word, I just, I you know, I get happy about it. Now, I admit, I ain't able to read all of it right there and right there. And sometimes you know i just ask i just let the lord guide me to what's what's needed for that season and i'll hold some of it (laughs) uh just because it's so much but when i get a chance to read it and i reading it at the time that is needed i truly appreciate it so i thank you keep on writing because there we do read it we do read this these words and the things that you send out so keep writing Oh, I did not mean to say that before the Lord. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come to you, O Father, through the shed blood of your Son, Jesus Christ, and we just give you thanks, Father God. For you alone are worthy of all the glory, the honor, the power, and the praise, and we thank you, Father. We thank you for your peace and for your strength, O Lord God, for you are our power source. We thank you, Lord, for your love and your honor and your grace and your mercy. You are truth, O Father God. You are our glorious God. There truly is none like you. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, thou art worthy. Thank you, Jesus. Today's um today's message uh call it a sermon, because um this is courtesy of uh Pastor Oral Roberts or roberts.com he sent me a card and it says god's word is my power source and i said well all right all right (laughs) i ain't gonna even lie i was like all right all right and so I, i thought well let me just let me just look at some of this and let me share this with people because I know that God is my power source and I love sharing that fact. Um, so when, when we look at God's power source, we got to look at what is Jesus? Jesus is righteousness. And he gives us that righteous power. In Romans 3.22 it says, This righteousness is given through the faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference between Jew and Gentile. There is no difference between Jew and Gentile. Oh, my goodness. That is so good. That means, beloved, oh, how I love thee. You and I, hallelujah, are blessed. Let's get saved today. Amen. Isaiah 26 and 3 says, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee. Because he trusteth in thee. Keep your mind on God. Keep your mind on God. Keep your mind on Jesus. God shows us the way. Amen. He tells us to sow, to say, to believe, and to harvest. To sow, to say, to believe, and to harvest. Believe that we have it before we pray. Meaning, believe we have this power source. Believe that we have this power source. Have, have faith in God. Assuredly, I say to you, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes That those things he says, which those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him that your father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses as Mark 11, 20 through to 25. My sins are forgiven and healing. Oh, before I say that, that when I was reading that passage, believing that you have a thing before you pray, I was getting the image of asking people to say these scriptures that I'm saying to you for 30 days. Believing that you will be able to be a sponsor of LUTG Radio. Ask God for the amount that you want to sponsor. Ask him for a ridiculous amount. I mean, just an, an abundant amount that you know that you cannot do on your own. Say these scriptures. And when he gives you the money to sow into me, into LUTG Radio to give to me, then do it. And the reason why I say this is because in in the Jewish faith, And in capitalism, and most people in this world believe that, you are to make it on your own. Don't ask for help. Do it on your own. But I got to tell you this. None of us achieve success on our own. We always have a cheerleader. Here are your cheerleaders. The people you employ, they believe that you will always have a way to pay them. They are your cheerleaders. The people that you are providing a service for, they believe that you will always have the equipment, the resources, the strength, and energy to achieve the things that you promise to give to them or to do for them in the exchange for the exchange of currency. You have cheerleaders for your parents, hopefully that are saying, yes, my child can do that. For your wife and your children are saying, yes, my mommy, my daddy can do it. They are successful. We believe in them. We believe daddy will have the money to buy food to put on the table. We believe mommy will get the job or have the business to provide food to put on the table and water to drink and to pay for this place this nice place in which we lay our heads we are believing our parents to pay for school to put clothes on our backs you have cheerleaders and for you all that don't have children your entrepreneurs or your employers your employers believing that you will finish the work that they assigned you so that they can put it in with the other parts and make it a whole so that you can get a paycheck at the end of the day or the end of the week or the end of the month. However, they assigned you to get paid, whether it's weekly, every two weeks or monthly. Some of you are yearly or by project. However, it is they they're believing for you to complete that project. So you do have cheerleaders. So God uses multiples of people to bless one person. Because that one person is a part of a multiple of peoples to bless another person or persons. God will use you to bless one or to bless many but he will use you and you are to have the faith to believe God to use you. Cause some of you are distraught that you have so much. And yet you're looking around at all this poverty and you're like, well, how is it that they made it? And I didn't, they're lazy. And I tell you, they're not lazy. They just don't have your power source. They don't have your understanding. And while it is that you would say, yeah, 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 you can do it. You can do it. And You say it secretly. And you're like, man, this is is really tough trying to fight their battles. Can they not get up? Yes, they can. They can get up and they are up and they are walking towards the goal, but they don't have any money. And they are believing God and they're believing God. And whenever they get to the point where the person is ready to give, somebody says to them, oh, but they should be able to make it on their own. And then that person, agrees because they are ashamed of, of giving to this person who has not made a dollar in the area in which they have been sowing. They've been sowing seeds in that area and they haven't reaped the harvest no matter how much they've invested in. And they're investing in people, but they're not reaping a harvest. And the people that they're investing in are saying, well, I'm not really supposed to give to them. You're supposed to give to others and it'll come back around to them. But the problem is, you all are missing the opportunity to sow. You're missing opportunities to sow. You're saying that person and that person and that person should already have. And God is saying, what if that person did not sow the thing in which I told them to sow into you? It may not always be money, it may be encouragement, it may be an idea. God is your power source. What do you think you get your bright ideas from? It may be the lady down the street that was praying for you and you didn't even know it. And some of you got an, a desire to be a blessing to someone else. Sow a seed of faith. In Matthew chapter 6 verse 32 through 33 it says, For all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly father knoweth that ye Have need of all these things, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Seek God. They're seeking God. You seek God for what you should sow. I ask God, where should I sow my money, my time, my airtime, my my faith, wherever, all of me, what should I sow? Where should I sow? And I sow it. And I get called ridiculous. I get called stupid. Which means to be unfaithful. Which is just a lie. They mean it as an ignorance. Which still means unfaithful. They're trying to say that. She doesn't have the wisdom to know that. This person is not faithful. To her. And God keeps reminding me. Hey. I thought you said. That you wanted them saved. I thought you said. That you would give them to me. I thought you said that you love them enough. To surrender them to me. If you love them enough. To surrender them to me. Then do not care. What people are saying. About you. Do not care. What people are saying. About you. Do not care. God loves you. And he wants you in perfect peace. And your peace comes from the Lord. Peace comes from God. This was fear what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. He took up our infirmities and bore our diseases. I can't tell you how many times I have prayed for people with heart failure, HIV, AIDS, cancer. You name it. People that were on the deathbed, people who I saw in the spirit, I knew they were dying, and I prayed for them, and here they are still ten years later alive. It is not my power, but God's power. I simply believe, and He will. You He will let His power flow through your mouth, through your mouth, through your words, His words, through your hands through your whole body, if you will just believe. 2 Timothy 1 and 7 says, For God have not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. The Lord is your source. Take authority over fear. When you fear giving to people, take authority over it. When you fear loving people out loud, Fool out. Take authority over that fear. You guys have uh, heard of Tyler Perry, right? Tyler Perry. And uh, he has some movies out there. And one of the movies uh, was Why Did I Get Married? And it's Why Did I Get Married 1 and 2. And in 1, the fat girl's husband left her because she was fat. And in that same movie, she met a man, a police officer, that happened to see the beauty for the ashes. He saw her heart, and he covered her. He blessed her. He gave her a place to stay. He gave her a job. He blessed her, and he loved her. He invited her to work out with him. He saw the fat rolls. He saw the fat dimples in the booty. And he says, I'm going to love you the way Jesus loves me. The way Jesus loves the church is how I'm going to love you. And he began to love her. He began to bless her. And in the second movie, he married her. He married her and they had a child. In the second movie, the husband, the first husband, got to see if he had just sprinkled some love onto her. This woman who supported him and blessed him and prayed for him and prayed for his business to be successful and paid for him to go to school. And after he finished and became successful, he dealt her for a skinny woman that couldn't even break an egg to cook it. to cook breakfast for him. She couldn't even cook breakfast. She couldn't even get up and pray for him. The only thing that second wife knew how to do was to spend his money. That woman didn't love him. The first one loved him, but he would not even sprinkle enough salt of love upon her to see what diamond would shine. I tell you men, Look at the woman you love and begin to sprinkle salts of love words upon her. Shine that diamond. Invite her to work out with you. Don't look at her and say she is gross and disgusting. Say, I see what Jesus sees. Even if you don't see, confess it. Father, I want to see what you see. I see a bit of her heart and I like how she thinks, but I want to see what you see. I want to love what you love, Lord God. I want to invite her to work out with me. I want to work, let's work out together. We both should work out together, Lord God. And I want to build her up. I want to edify her. I want to bless her. And ladies, you do the same. Because it may be you that is the physical fitness person. Invite your husband to work out with you. There was a woman that gave a testimony at Kenneth Copeland uh, Ministries. She said that she had discovered that she had went on a hike with her husband and her son and she was having a heart attack. And she didn't want to tell them that she was having a heart attack, that she was having trouble breathing. And she prayed, she told God, if you would get me down off this mountain, I will lose this weight. I will do whatever I have to do to get in shape. And so God saved her. And she did whatever she had to do to get in shape. She told her husband, Look, I'll cook whatever it is that y'all like, but I have to go on a diet. I have to lose this weight. I'm doing this for my health. I made God a promise. And her husband said, Okay, no problem. And so he got on the plane one day and he discovered he had dropped something. He was trying to bend down to pick it up and he couldn't even get past his belly to pick it up and he thought you know what i think i should go on that diet with my wife john 16 and 13 says "Howbeit, when he the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth for he shall not speak of himself but whatsoever he shall hear that shall he speak and he will show you things to come god will lead you to the place that you need to be Gentlemen, ladies, do not be afraid of the love that God is leading you to because he only wants to bless you. Trust God. Trust God. God is always with me. God is always with me. We got to believe that. God is always with me. Make it your confession of faith, because it is. It's in Hebrews 13 and 5. It says, let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have. For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Jesus loves you. God loves you, and he's ready to lead you and to direct you. Like I said, people will call you crazy for loving from afar, for loving someone that you have not even seen yet. They'll call you crazy. They'll say, oh man, why don't you just hit it and quit it and go about your business? But God says, oh no, you won't be doing that here. That is my son. That is my daughter. I love her. I want you to bless her. And he'll say the same thing. He says the same things to you women. He says, I don't want you to tear him down. I want you to bless him. I want you to get up every morning. I want you to bless him like he's your husband. I want you to practice blessing him. I want you to practice loving him. He gets made funny of being so skinny, which is why he doesn't really show himself. He calls himself ugly in private. I want you to call him beautiful. I want you to love him. You already think he's beautiful. Don't be afraid of telling him that. He needs to hear that he is beautiful because he tears himself down. He doesn't think that he is successful enough. And he is is more than successful enough. People have told him that it only matters if you have sex with her. He knows better. And he'll agree with them going, eh. But in his heart, he goes, I want the real deal. The funny thing is, he doesn't always know that women believe the same thing. Well, some women, the woman that is for him believes the same thing that he believes that, oh, God is more than enough. The Lord is more than enough. And God will bless the heart of a woman to love him abundantly. She won't say no to him. Because she knows that he'll never ask her to do anything that will hurt her. She trusts him. She trusts him like she trusts the Lord. She believes. Amen. She believes. Revelation chapter 12, verse 11 says And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony and they love not their lives unto death some of y'all might say "Well, wait a minute I ain't willing to die for nobody God didn't ask you to hurt yourself he's asking you to die to sin he's asking you to live for him He's asking you to walk in his ways. God has a plan for your life. And he's asking you, will you believe his plan? Will you lay down your pleasures of life? You know how you like to go out and fornicate on the weekends. Sunday through Saturday. Every day is your weekend. You know how you like to deceit and be mischievous god is saying will you allow me to love you will you receive my love oftentimes husbands do cover their spouses to the point of death but god said if you will trust me you will never lose your life you will not lose your physical life if you will give me Your spirit, if you will give me your soul, if you will allow me to forgive you, you will not lose your life. You will not. I have promised you 120 years and I leave those 120 years in your hands for life and death is in the power of your hands. And I am asking you and I am commanding you to speak life. Over yourself, for I am your power source, and I have given you my power through my faith, through my blood. All you have to do is believe in me, and you shall live. Matthew 8:17 says, That it might be fulfilled, which is which was spoken by Isaiah, the prophet, saying himself, took upon infirmities and bear our sicknesses, you do not have to die. You do not have to be sick. The Lord has not given you sickness. He has not given you fear and terror. The thief cometh not but to steal and to kill and to destroy. I come that they may have life and that they might have it more abundantly. John 10, 10. God came to give us life. came to give us life he came so that we could walk in the power of jesus blood and his word he came to give us life and he said right now will you receive that life will you receive it for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life for god sent not his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved jesus loved you and he loves you jesus loves you and he wants salvation for you he wants you to be forgiven of all your sins He wants you to be forgiven. He wants you to know that there is no thing that you you could have done in your life that he cannot forgive. No matter what you may have done, no matter what you may have stolen from a store, tricks you you may have done upon someone else, God will forgive you. Some of you have put fecal matter into people's food. Some of you have peed in people's drinks and stirred their drinks with your penises. You put your fingers in their drinks and food. You spit in their food and you served it to them. Even though they paid you for it, it wasn't that they stiffed you. It was that you, were, you accepted the evil thoughts that were in your mind. And you did them. And then you begin to wonder, why am I sick? I'm a good person, you say. Well, was that good? Some of you peed in water and gave it to people to drink. You gave it to people and not telling them that you peed in it and they drank it and you said nothing. Some of you have offered to go get water for someone and filled a bottle with toilet water. And you let them drink it. And when they didn't get sick and you did and you say, well, how is this possible that they didn't get sick and I got sick? I'm a good person. Is that being a good person? Trying to harm people so that you can laugh at them. Is that being a good person? Some of you have brought young ladies into a room To have fornications with them. And she's thinking that it's only you. And you telling her. Oh close your eyes. And then you let another man. Have sex with her. And some of you didn't even do that. You just brought a bunch of men. Into the room. And you told her. To have sex with them. And when she said no. You said well. This is going to happen anyway. Anyway. And some of you filmed it and said, Oh, it don't matter. She just a chick. She do this anyway. What's the difference? I'm a good person. She just a hoe. See, in the moment, she was trying not to be a hoe. She was trying to be A wife, she thought, well, he's been saying so many good things to me and he's been loving me and he's been blessing me. Taking me to dinner and telling me that I'm beautiful. Telling me that I can succeed and I can make it. I can be successful. Telling me that my ideas are good and that my artwork is so inspiring. I thought he believed in me. I thought for sure this would be my husband. I thought for sure. He's educated and he has a good job and I didn't know that he was a pimp on the side. I didn't know that he wanted to be, he'd wanted to be a pimp as a full-time job because he didn't want to work. He wanted me to be his first prostitute. How many of y'all understand that prostitutes are raped? Their first experience into prostitution with a pimp is rape. He must rape her first. God is telling you, I am your power source. I will deliver you. I will deliver you from all terror, all fear, all harm. I will deliver you. I kind of don't want to say the thing that I'm hearing, but what I'm hearing is they even raped the babies, the daughters into prostitution. they raped the little girls and they put them in these apartments to pay off their parents debts and they're there for days eight year old bodies receiving the girth of full grown men in every open orifice God is saying I won't Heal your broken hearts and bind up your wounds. I am your power source. Be in terror no more. Receive your forgiveness. You did not do those things, you have been forgiven. And even he understands that your little mind did not understand that it is better for this to happen to someone else rather than me. He not, He knows that you did not understand that you needed to pray that this would happen to no one. He understands that you felt so bad and so angry. Because you should have been protected. He understands. He understands that your friends wish that they could have protected you. And even your family members wish that they could have protected you and they tried. And you're thinking, how is it that the anointed could be so anointed and cannot protect you? They have no solution. They needed Jesus, they did not have the power source. They tried to move on their own and they tried to say what God wanted them to say and to move as God wanted them to move. But they didn't have the equipment to move. All they could do was let God shine through them and speak through them. And they came looking and they came praying. Every time their light would be snuffed out and they would try and try and try. And they would get punched for it. And they would get beat for it. But they would get back up. And they would come at them even more. Stop. Stop. And they would get knocked down. Stop. Stop. And they would get punched. Stop. Stop. And before too long. They began doing to them. What they were doing to you. But here's something you don't know. Before you, it was them. It's just that no one knew it. And God began speaking to them. He began telling these adults, stop. Stop. You're destroying lives. Stop. I'm your power source. You don't need a prostitute. You don't need to rob. You don't need to kill. You don't need to destroy these lives. You don't need to lie. You don't need to cheat. You don't need to commit adultery. God has been saying, stop through the entire Bible. Stop. I am your source. He said the same thing to Adam and Eve before they even sinned. He said, I am your power source. Come to me. I am your power source. Come to me when he asked Adam where are you he was saying stop stop I am your identity I am your power source stop sinning stop look at me I am your power source And God is telling you right now, stop. Stop sinning. Receive your righteousness. Receive your forgiveness of all your sins. I am your power source. I want you to be forgiven of all your sins. I already paid the price. All you got to do is receive. Receive. Believe. Believe and receive is all you have to do. Continually believe God. Continually believe God. If you want to continually believe God, repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was. From this day forward, Lord Jesus. I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name, Lord Jesus. I believe with my heart. I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead, that I am saved. And receive you today wholeheartedly, 100%. Make me a light in a dark place. And from this day forward, I will leave this place. And share you with everyone I meet and everyone I know. It's commitment, Jesus. I will get this world for you. I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus with evidence of speaking in tongues for the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus by the will of Jehovah God. Amen. Congratulations, you just got saved. Jesus loves you, beloved, and so do I. Jesus loves you, and so do I. Congratulations. Read your Bible. Read the Holy Bible every day. You can go ahead and start off with the book of Matthew. It's the first book in the New Testament. I say start off with the New Testament because it's the beginning of the physical gospel of jesus christ jesus in the earth the old testament is a testimony is the um it's the uh telling of the sin of man and the the um inspiration of god to deliver man and the promises of god to deliver man from sin so definitely read the new testament as well get yourself a bible app um and it's it, it uh, it'll give you like chapters to read every day so that you can read the whole bible in a year and for some of you you can read it in ninety days it ninety days it also has that and u version has it so you can read it in thirty days um so um it's uh, more than fifteen hundred pages here uh but definitely you can read it amen jesus loves you. He heals the broken heart and binds up your wounds. He is your power source. He is your power source. I'm going to put the scriptures uh, online. but I'm going to give them to you right now so you can meditate on them so that you'll have them as your power source. Mark eleven twenty two through 25 1 Peter 2 24. He himself bore our sins in his body so that I might die to sin and live to righteousness for his wounds for his, for his, for by his wounds I am healed. Amen. So we have uh Mark 11:22 through 25, 1 Peter 2:24, Psalms 107:20, Matthew 8:17, Matthew 6:32 through 33, Philippians 4:19. Second Timothy one and seven, John sixteen thirteen, Hebrew thirteen and five, John ten ten and Revelations twelve eleven. Your power source, Amen. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. thank you, Lord God, for this message. Thank you, Lord God, for your word, Amen. This is a this is this here is a sermon. Hallelujah. The Lord is your power. So during the time that you are doing this, I want you to stay away from negative words. Don't speak them. Stay away from people that that are negative towards what you're believing for. I want you to begin tithing. If you're not tithing, that is a 10% of your income. I'm not a church, so you wouldn't give me tithe. You give a church tithe. I'm a radio station and we do take spot we accept sponsors and advertisers and if you just want to sow a seed we take that too amen um so you can sow a seed into me but we'll give your tithe your first 10% to the church amen and uh so stay away from negativity um, stay away from foul words like curse words because those things open up doors to sin and when you have too many doors open it pervi- it weighs you down so you don't reach heaven with your prayers and with your and and you don't reach the supernatural realm. So the supernatural realm is in heaven. And as you pray and as you meditate, you're getting closer and closer to the supernatural. But when you curse and swear and do all kinds of evil and foul things and accept foul things into your life those are doors that are being opened and they're standing wide open it's just like a plane trying to fly when you try and fly a plane with holes in the planes or open doors it sinks it has very it has a lot of difficulty staying up you're like well what about helicopters okay why don't you try flying a helicopter that has a hole in the fuel tank so an open door to a helicopter or to you is like a hole in the fuel tank. It is going to go down and it will have a lot of trouble staying up in the air. Supernatural. Speak positive about you and others. You're listening to LUTG Radio's WKKP Digital Broadcasting. My name is Kathy Brox. This is the LUTG Radio Show.
2: Suit up for summer with Frontier 500 meg fiber optic internet. With upload speeds up to 25 times faster than cable, you can post all the sunbathing selfies you want for just $39.99 a month plus taxes and fees and only $10 per month Wi-Fi router service fee. Visit frontier.com/fiber for upload speed comparison and full offer details. Frontier. Don't go it alone. Limited time offer, max speeds or wired speeds. Wi-Fi speeds may vary. Activation, internet infrastructure, surcharges, taxes, and other fees are subject to change. Frontier terms and conditions apply.
0: TXU Energy Free Pass is back and better than ever. Your seven highest usage days are free every month, automatically. And now, you get two extra free days every month, all summer long. That's two days of guilt-free, ice-cold, 60-degree, AC-blasting, grab-a-blanket-I-haven't-left-my-house-for-days. Free Pass. On top of your other seven days of free electricity. Free pass. Only from TXU Energy. Tap the banner now to learn more
2: suit up for summer with frontier 500 meg fiber optic internet with upload speeds up to 25 times faster than cable you can post all the sunbathing selfies you want for just $39.99 a month plus taxes and fees and only ten dollars per month wi-fi router service fee visit frontier.com slash fiber for upload speed comparison and full offer details frontier don't go it alone limited time offer max speeds or wired speeds wi-fi speeds may vary activation internet infrastructure surcharges taxes and other fees are subject to change frontier terms conditions apply
0: TXU Energy Free Pass is back and better than ever. Your seven highest usage days are free every month automatically. And now you get two extra free days every month all summer long. That's two days of guilt-free, ice-cold, 60-degree, AC-blasting, grab-a-blanket-I-haven't-left-my-house-for-days Free Pass. On top of your other seven days of free electricity, Free Pass, only from TXU Energy. Tap the banner now to learn more.